What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Twisted Youngins, the most orthodox show on the globe. And as always, I am one of your hosts, Myra B. King. And it's your boy Mojo in the building. We have a special guest with us today, sir. Let the people know who you are. Oh, I'm G. Alexander Martin, co-founder of FUBU and uh, co-founder of Forest Bias Network. Mm, and that's- Creative extraordinaire is what you are, sir. I'm trying. I'm trying. Long, long time in the industry. Um, Congratulations for that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Congratulations for that. Um, Especially like with FUBU being like a major staple um, in the culture, in hip hop and entertainment and just a brand overall. Like I remember growing up seeing FUBU everywhere was something that everybody wants to be a part of. And I feel like uh, that's actually like what I want to get into in this interview today is like brands are not like that anymore. Um, I feel like at one point it was about um, the culture and what people stood for. And it wasn't about um, wearing a brand because of luxury that associates you with money. You know, the people actually make the brand. I remember you saw FUBU in studio sessions, people hanging out in parties, people just walk in basketball courts. It wasn't about Oh, um, it, this is, you know, Gucci or Balenciaga. I'm wearing this because this is luxury. No, it was more about, no, this is this is what it is. This is what we stand for is us. And that's what made the brand. I feel like now you got luxury brands that people have got away from that. And everybody wants to go luxury and associate themselves with the money look. And it's changed the game completely. But Absolutely. I could be but I could be wrong about that. That's just like a. Well, my opinion to that is, um, I mean, it's always going to be luxury brands. It's always going to be brands that, you know, people deem that, you know, when they grow up, they can't uh, they can't obtain that particular look or they can't obtain that particular uh, car or whatever. There's always going to be that, you know, there's always going to be a high end price point Um, for us. When we came up, we were being we were pretty much moderate to high end, Um, I guess. Yes, of course. You know, it, it's the point where there's moderate, there's high end and then there's lower tier now again you always can trickle up but you really can't really trickle down um i mean you can trickle down but you can't trickle up i should say um in our case you know we as as african-americans or people of in, in certain cases you know if you don't really have the money you you know you want to go do whatever you got to do to achieve or get that look I mean, when I was coming up, it was like, look, if you ain't had a, you ain't wasn't fresh or you ain't had a gear, you wasn't getting any girls. So, you know, you, you do that, you try to get money and you try to get that status symbol. Now, reverse to what we came up as far as FUBU is we made us the status symbol and not necessarily what we wore. You right. know, the fact that you wore that as symbol as the being that the symbol of who we are and how we all came together and what we've done. That was the status symbol to where now, you know, we don't have those kind of brands because I look at a lot of people who who started clothing companies today and, and no disrespect to what someone's t- trying to start. But it's not a brand yet. You know, if you 30 years in, in the game, you're a brand. I guess yeah. more so what I was saying was oh, I'm sorry, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Dave, I guess so more so what I was saying as well is that. You had people of status rocking the brand, regardless if it was luxury. Like you had all the rappers, you had athletes rocking FUBU. You know, you had regular people rocking FUBU, people in the industry, the business that wasn't even um, a celebrity. And now it's like it's not like that. It's like it has to be um, if it's not. um, Is it Amir or, you know, Balenciaga? You know, they're they're more so geared towards that versus. uh, Well, long story short. 
Um, I feel like everybody was on uh, one accord back then. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, OK, if this is for us, by us, we're going to go ahead and rock this. If we got everybody rocking it, it's going to be successful because we make it successful as what you just said. But now it's not like that. You don't have everybody on the same accord. Everybody's going with this is what th- this is what this is. I don't know. Yeah, No, no, no. I mean, what you're talking about is true. Like back in the day, the biggest I mean, one of the biggest um, breakouts for you guys, I mean, as a company was the whole LL Cool J and Gap skit, you know, you know, Gap shooting a commercial with LL Cool J and he rocking the FUBU hat in the, you know, Gap commercial. He's going to find that now. You will not find that. that. You will not find a celebrity in a Gucci commercial wearing a, you know, a FUBU or um, a Yeezy clothing apparel or something like that, you know, wearing another clothing apparel in a clothing commercial. Those are things that are just expunged from the day. And what you're talking about being on one accord, because you got to think about it. When you guys were coming up as FUBU, you also had Carl Kanai that was out there and Dapper Dan was making his rise at the same time. I never um, growing up, I ain't number 31. But at that time, I don't remember any friction between the three of you guys. I remember going in Value City and I remember my grandmother cussed me out one time because I wanted a FUBU hoodie and it was almost $100. She's like, well, I'm not paying $100 for that. But we went into the mall and bought a pair of Tim's. For 150 bucks. She had no issues with that. She, I mean, she still was mad about it, but she bought those, but she stood on, she wasn't buying a hoodie for a hundred dollars, things of that nature. Whereas we'll go out and my older brothers, you know, they were, you know, in the streets, they were getting money. So they will buy, you know, hundred dollars, $150, you know, uh, Coogee sweaters, or, you know, call connect clothing and things like that. They had no issues spending that money. So there is a correlation in between the two of what we're talking about. And they made it believable because nowadays celebrities have a well, you have a, a maybe I, I don't even want to say just a, a black brand, but you have a black brand. And when they're out and about, they won't even wear it. Yeah. But back then, the people, they actually wore the FUBU. So yes. it was believable. You had that emotion with it. Oh, OK, this guy that actually got some status. He I see him rocking FUBU walking to the store. You know what I mean? But yeah. now you won't find nobody in the industry, especially of that actually. uh of some status that actually have like that uh, marketing power, these rappers or singers, you won't catch them doing that now. And actually people behind the scenes, that's a part of their own clothing brand. They won't even rock it, but they'll rock another luxury brand. That's what is confusing to me. And to go ahead. No, I was just throw a point out there. Well, um, I mean, there's a few people that will pick it up here and there. Mm. Um, I think what's happening more so is it's not necessarily uh, the fact that they'll pick it up and wear it. I I, I do celebrate uh, artists like um, um, Jay-Z and Pharrell who actually put FUBU in the song. Um, and there's a, a countless other people that actually as of, as of today, as of like this, this, this within the last few years, it puts FUBU in the song and kind of commemorated us. Um, it does get to a point of, you know, maybe it's time for us to kind of, I don't want to say packing our bags, but then look for the, the next guy to come up and, and to help them kind of be the next thing. I mean, 30 years in the game is a long time. You know, maybe we could, we need to, I need to put my design tools down or put my, you know, um, take my hat off and, and, and to the next person. I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. Um, it, but, you know, I, I like I like what I see with a lot of other people. Um, I like what I see, and and the creativity i like what i see and this just trying to be an entrepreneur but you know i don't really personally i don't really um look at others and go look well what about me i i I don't really look at that because again if you're going to wear it you're going to wear it and if you're not going to wear it you're not going to wear it i mean i in turn i 
I can't discredit any other high-end brand to bring my brand up. That's just not my style. I'm not that kind of guy. I just kind of mind my business in that respect. But um, there's enough room for all of us. I know when we first came up, you know, we had after the fact of uh, Car Kanai and, and things like that, um, there were a ton of other brands, uh, Nietzsche, mm-hmm. um, um, Cross Color. Well, well Cross Color was before that, but Nietzsche, a ton of other brands. And we all were actually, like, like you said, actually already working together. Um, but now we don't really have that. We have little micro brands, you know, maybe somebody has a T-shirt here, maybe somebody has a sweatshirt here. So there's no really big, big impact. And I think because of uh, there was a trade show called Magic that we used to do. And that's what we all came together and we had giant boots and we looked big, you know, and I think that as as a consumer, most people want something that they can walk out and go, look, I I'm somebody, you know, and I think that maybe in the spirit of us, we lost that or people lost that feeling of us because now we want to look at something else and give make that give us credit or validation. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hopefully one day it'll come back to that because again, and I think to me being, I'm a little older. So what happens with me is I look at, I kind of just sit back and, and, and just look at what's going on today. And I think that a lot of this generation today just make kind of for me. And I, I, I'll just throw it out there. I think that they feel like it, everything started today. And I think that I really wish as personally, as a, as a, as a man that, Someone would take what I've done and take it and move it beyond me. Don't go backwards. Don't think it started today. No, don't go backwards. I had to go backwards because our forefather was Carl Kanai. Mm-hmm. Like that was the birth of, of, of urban hip, urban fashion, urban fashion as, as it is today. Mm-hmm. Of course, colors, of course, too. So if someone could take what we've done and still be in business 30 years, but honestly, it's really hard because you need another 30 years, actually going to need another 60 years to be to beat us, you know what I mean? Unless we stop. So let's take what we've done and build it and move it forward and let make us the luxury. You know, we we can't keep be getting validated by somebody else and make it look like now I wear I wear everything because I'm a I'm a late I'm a, a fashion whore. I just love fashion and I put whatever I want with whatever I have with with my own stuff. Sometimes I wear head to toe food because I can. I mean literally we have we have everything from scrubs to socks, uh to uh, bags, footwear, everything, you know? So I, any other day, any day I could walk around whatever I want, but I also will mix and match with o- other designers as well. Cause I, I just feel like it's a lot of little fashion. So I don't have a problem with that. And again, I won't never bring anybody down to bring myself back up. No, That's- absolutely. Um, and I, I believe a lot of things, especially um, the biggest thing in today's day and age that you guys didn't have to deal with was social media. And yeah. the thing that social media has brought into the industry is not only a lot of opinions, but it's also brought in, per se, in an artist perspective, a lot of payola. So a lot of these artists, they have their own clothing brand. Like Myra said, they have clothing brands and they rarely ever wear their own clothing land. I mean, brand because they've been bought out. You know, um, these companies, these major companies are paying them to advertise their clothing. You know, they're paying them to wear their clothing and things like that. So nowadays you have a lot of artists who've been bought. 
they can't necessarily step away out of those engagements that they've already pre predestinated or made previously to them blowing up. Cause you know, they're coming up in the industry, their first song that they get hot brands are on them immediately. Boom. They're getting them, they're signing them up for the next three to four years. So by mm -hmm. the time they actually make a hit song and become a household name, they've already got like 10 different brand engagements. So it's hard for them to make their own brand and still be, you know, be, um, honest about the engagements that they've already made in the past and being true to those engagements by continuing to work with those. Yeah. Companies. And for example, like I had honestly, I'm not really, I had never heard of a, uh, I'm not strolling into fashion like that, but I had never heard of Amir. Am I saying that right? Amir. But yeah. I only heard of Amiri, Amiri when um, I was watching a Joe Budden podcast and he always used to have on the hat. So, you know what I mean? That's what I, when I'm like, Oh, okay. So this must be, you know, a, a brand. Then to come to find out, I'll look more into it. I'm like, Oh, okay. But Something like that. That's just what I'm saying is, is like how things used to be like a while back. You know, you didn't even have to hit up nobody like, hey, I give you a couple racks just for you to you know, wear this shirt, wear this. It was just like automatically. Now, this is what we doing. This is what we own. We're the one who carried the brand is exactly what you just said. And that's what uh, that's how it took a wave. It was like a whole wave of it. But um, but yeah, but it, it was great. And and um, and um, exactly what you said, you know, you don't discredit anybody else's brand to bring yours up. But at the same time, I don't think you should put your design tools up. You know, you still got Tommy Hilfiger around, Polo Ralph Lauren around. You know what I mean? Um, all different types of brands around. You know what I mean? But I guess the way that our brands are marketed, it's we have to find a way of of us of um, not letting social media fizzle it out of what's hot and what's not because they don't do that with the other brands. Just because rappers stop wearing Balenciaga or Polo Ref Lauren or stop talking about it in a song, that that business is not gonna going to go out of business. You know what I mean? That yeah. store is not going to close down. Yeah. So um, I mean, they've canceled Gucci and they've canceled a whole bunch of other <laughs> companies, still, and yet they're still thriving. Yeah. Matter of fact, why well, let me ask about this: the whole mm -hmm. Kanye situation with Gap stealing his creative ideas and mm. using his designs to make it their own. But these are his own personal designs. Now, personally, I said that, you know, he signed a contract. You've been paid. It is what it is. That's what happens. You've been paid off. That's what they do in contracts. Companies do what they do. But what is your perspective on things like that? Well, you know, I'm going to tell you from, you know, I'm not going to tell you the, um, the social media way. I'm not going to tell you, I'm going to tell you from me being in the business for 30 years. Yeah. So my answer would probably would, 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 would be weird to the average person that's not actually in the business. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you, like I told Vlad, basically in this perspective, it's like this. Every designer or every creative director takes a, it's creative from something. Mm-hmm. So again, if someone has, if if this is a, a fad or if this is a, a, a design or whatever it is, right? Every person is going to take it and twist it to their perspective. So there is no, somebody stole my designs. Now, the only way somebody could steal your designs if you created this design and somebody actually physically grabbed the book that you put it in and stole it. That's stealing a design. Because there's no trademark that you have on a design unless and only certain companies that have trademarks and where you can put this here. You can't put this here. I have 05. You cannot use 05 anywhere, any way, any shape or form. Right. So mm -hmm. that's that. Now, you did a deal with the company. Right. You 
did a deal with a company. Mm-hmm. You took Gap's sensibility is Gap's sensibility. Like, right? They have a certain stores the way they have certain stores. So I think that what really would happen is they wanted to kind of get out of this, uh, this, get out of their deal with him because they felt that he was basically probably over controlling. Mm-hmm. Again, and when you take a store that's clean cut, you have it, you know, you have it set a certain way, and then you want to take, you want to use your concept of garbage bags and put the clothes in the garbage bags, and regardless of selling or not, it's not the same. So I kind of think that that was an inner thing. But social media, as you were saying earlier, is going to take stuff and magnetize it. And who's going to have the bigger voice? Not the gap. So whatever Kanye says is going to go. Now, I appreciate Kanye for from him trying to get into a business that he knew nothing about. Mm. And I commend him for actually achieving to the level that he's achieved. Now, I would have uh, I would have kind of moved a different way. But that's just on me. Again, a man's going to do what a man's going to do and move his own way. And he's still a chief. So, hey, kudos on him. So I say all to say, I know when in the beginning he wanted to get into this high fashion, be all this, the same things that we're talking about regarding being Balenciaga, being that. But I think now he's realizing, what am I really doing? Let me just take put him up, put my own money and do what I want to do because it's, he's going to win. But uh, again, what we've done, and what I've always done has been an entrepreneur about myself. I've always been like, look, I want to do something. I want something. I create it. I create a company. A, I know that media is the top thing. Media, who, who, who controls the media, controls the world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start my own network. I don't want to be beholden to a, a, a group. I don't I don't want to be down. I don't need to be down. I don't care if nobody likes me. I don't care what it is. I don't care. If, I don't, I want, I'm doing what I want to do. And hopefully somebody does. Uh, understands it and deals with it. So I, again, I commend him, appreciate him because it's hard. This business is not easy and he's actually achieved what he's achieved. But when you make these strategic relationships and you do these uh, collaborations, because that's what all everything's about right now, you got to deal with the consequences. Yeah. uh, Last remark, you know, um, I don't know if you saw the video, but you know, when he was holding the plate of food for that uh, top fashion designer, have you, have you saw that? No, I didn't. It really happens with Peter, A.B., Kanye. I'm assuming that's Kim talking? Yeah. Ribs and french fries. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was um holding... <clears throat> Kim Kardashian had filmed it, and uh, I don't think he knows that she was filming at the time, and then he kind of looked like... You no, know, he, he looked at it. He's, yeah, he looked at it, and he looked a little mad, but uh it was um she was filming uh they were in a uh looked like a uh a limousine or some type of stretcher or something and he was holding a plate of food for you know this guy you know this white guy who seemed you know for some uh, you know maybe a top elite within the industry and he was holding the plate of food why the guy was had his napkin and was eating his steak and eating his fries and wiping his mouth with the napkin and and Kanye was just holding it, holding a plate of food for him. And I was thinking to myself, I know you have people part of clubs, you know what I mean? But it's different when you see it like, man, this is what you have to do in order to get in some of these rooms, because that's how they look at us already. Like you're only you're only good for that. So just seeing that I'm like, wow, I never knew that uh, Kanye, a person of that stature, would belittle himself to hold a plate of food for someone. I know people have done worse things, but but just saying, you know what I mean? You know, considering- so I'm, I'm going to give you a scenario. Um, I, I probably would never go through that. 
But what I did once was I was trying to get into the media business, television business. Mm. There's a um a trade show called Namic. Mm. It's all of the urban brands or urban meaning or all of the black kind of all of the networks, right? Not just black, but all of the networks. Um, and I was just getting into the business. So I'm just learning it. I interned for that uh trade show. Mm-hmm. So I would go in all of the all of the um uh breakout sessions and I would write down everything everybody's saying, go back and give it to this um group and they would write up things about what I've what I what I've said, right? Long story short, I wound up going to the dinner, met a lot of people at the dinner. Six months, nine months later, I wound up seeing the same people in the dinner and Comcast office in Philadelphia. And actually I was about to get a channel on Comcast back about nine months after that. Mm. And they saw me and was like, why do I remember you? I said, because I was there interning. So sometimes you do have to humble yourself in that respect. Now what I have did all that, maybe it was a joke, maybe he was playing. I don't know, I never could judge a man. I would never do that. Um, but I heard a story recently about, um, with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Fat Joe and Fat Joe was talking about Khalid and Fat Joe was talking about his wife and his wife was like, yo, he was telling his wife, I don't have that kind of money like Khalid does. So when I walk up to Khalid, I open the door for him because that man got more money than me. And, and I'm, that's my brother and I respect him. And there's another th- rule that I do. If whoever's at the bit, our guys, my guys, is if who's ever has the most money at the table when we're all out and we're eating, pays the bill. Mm. So I can't, I can't, I can't discredit that man for what he was doing. May, like I said again, maybe he that was his friend. Maybe he was he was cool with him. Maybe he was. Well, just would you doing hold a, so, a would you hold a plate of food? Let's just if I see my husband, some, there's some oh. no. I should do some shit yeah. I wouldn't do, but that yeah, doesn't. That's, that's, I, that's, I, can't, I can't. I can't shake a stick at another man. <laughs> but that's just what I'm saying. If I'm out with my husband, I see him holding a plate of food and the guy just grubbing. I'm, you know, that that just makes him <laughs> feel a certain you know, type I, of way. I was going to get because you know, as a, as a man, you know, I'm supposed to be the head of the household I'm supposed to leave my woman and here I am with a plate of food in my hands and I got another man eating out of my hands I would expect my to not even just record it cut the record but look at at it like this look at it like this look at it like this did it work but what but what okay what's the cutoff point do you kiss a man okay open up a door now 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 listen 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 let's we going into the weeds now but let me say this okay I know a lot of people that compromised themselves yes. in certain situations. And not saying he did, not saying he didn't, yes. not saying anything. What I'm saying is that I'm a man that I don't give a freaking whatever, <laughs> that I will start something. It took me 13 years to get this network off the ground. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm not going to be beholden to anyone. I'm not going to have to compromise myself. I'm going to work. I'm going to do what I got to do. But I'm come from a different school cloth. I'm from an old school background. You know, I just I got to do it and I'm going to keep doing it. And I'm keep working. Yeah. So you're going to want me for me and respect me for me. Now, again, I tell you the story of interning. That's what we used to do. Yeah. Now, what would I go 
what what I want to be go on uh uh what's that show that Puffy had a long long time ago and make walk the band. and make it a band and walk walk down to uh, yeah, nah son and I'm good breast milk yeah. I'm good I don't want it that bad mm. now my question is because obviously were you interning were you interning after the Fubu had came out uh yeah what do you come up yeah I'm talking okay. about years ago so that's what I'm talking I, I'm about. who I am I'm Fubu I'm yeah. I'm yes, and no, I'm no. intern because I'm trying to get into another business because I want to learn yeah. what, right? And I want to be introduced to yeah. that. That's how I can get in that room. Networking, no, yeah. absolutely. And what I'm talking about, what you're saying, what you're mentioning requires drive as well because oh, you can't, you know, you know, motivation will get you into certain places, but discipline to take you places, motivation just can't. It takes discipline to make 380 million a year for about a five to six year span and then sit back and intern knowing that you got money in the bank. You don't need to intern, but you're doing this because you, like you said, you want it that bad. You right. we want it that bad that I sit back out, intern, sit in those rooms, be the fly on the wall and collect information to see how I can take it back to the team. And call I know I'm going to see you again. Thank you. Because right, I, right. I know I'm going to see you again. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. You know, certain people, they have to have that drive. I'm not saying that Kanye doesn't have it, but to be honest, no, with Kanye you, has. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, why yeah, I said. Yeah. No, no. Hella drive. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that. I don't know the man. No, no, no. I'm not I saying mean, I hate done. I hate speaking on a man I don't know. I don't know him. So no, we're we gonna drive. I'm 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 I I'm see that super drive. Yeah, no, I ain't, I ain't talking about okay, just well. him in general. When I see things like what he did, I look at, you know, the Terry Crews situation and I look at a whole bunch of other situations, even with Cat Williams mentioning certain things that he's mentioned. I listen to a lot of people in Hollywood in entertainment, especially in fashion, and they all seem to have some sort of story where they had to make some sort of compromise to get no. what they need to be. Well, yeah, yes, yes, yes. But, but, but what I'm saying is not necessarily a compromise. What I'm saying is... I'm I'm a, I'm attesting to your drive part. Yes, hundred percent. But Go ahead, there's a thing that I feel a hundred percent that I, the compromise part. I'm not compromising nothing. Mm -hmm. Period. I don't care if it takes thirteen years, fifteen years, eighteen years, twenty years. Yep. It is what it is. God gonna give it to me when God give it to me. And that's I don't want to fast. I don't need it fast. Right. Yeah. And what happens is I think today a lot of people want it fast and they want it now. Absolutely. Um, how is it coming up when you first came out the gate? What did you start? What was the idea of FUBU? Because when I look at it nowadays, you hear for us, by us. If you were back in that time, you knew it was for us and by us. Most mm -hmm. white people were wearing it, but it was normally black people that were purchasing these clothes. Minorities who were purchasing these clothes, who were rocking these brands, who were uplifting this brand and pushing it in the forefront. So what was your idea when you first got into it? Did you even think that it would get to the point that it got into today? Well, you know, if you had all three of all four of us to, and all my other three partners, Dan mm -hmm. and John, Keith Perry and Carl Brown here, they would three say, oh, no, nah, I didn't know. I just thought we would just be here. We would just, you know, show a couple of T-shirts. I knew because I knew what I wanted to do because I had the vision to make it happen. So the, the story is, you know, Damon was making some hats. Uh, he had stopped making the hat. I saw the hat when I came home from the military. I had some money and I said, listen, I wanted to be in fashion. And I gave him uh, $5,000 of my $6,000 and started the company. So I had the vision because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to create a line. I knew I wanted to be in fashion. And I was actually escaping the fact that I was working at Macy's. And I quit and was like, look, the next time I walk in this place, I'm going to be selling to you. So I had to kind of 
fulfill that. You know what I mean? So I always wanted to be in fashion at this point, at that point. And uh, he, you know, he, they believed in me. They believed in what I was saying. And, you know, we hit it. Okay. How has your uh, marketing and branding technique changed over the course of 30 years? My marketing changed. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Um, you know, you have to always move with the times. And like I get, like you said earlier, you know, if we had social media back then, we'd probably be a trillion dollars in sales um, at that point. But the thing for us is that, you know, we we try to do, of course, the influencers, um, and we try to to to, to you know do the social media thing, but it's hard because again. You know, we had magazines. We had, of course, we still have billboards. We had magazines. We had word of mouth. And the and we didn't have so many people that so many, so many different brands. And I want to say brands, so many different people doing the same thing that we're trying to do. Mm. Um, we had about eight, I say six, six, seven, eight mega brands. Then we had some smaller brands, but we didn't have these little these brands, you know, off the off the internet, and we didn't have uh uh the i want to say the the we had how do i say this without sound cuz again i hate i hate to try to offend someone and i always got to be walk a fine line between oh no shoot go ahead and i'm going to say i'm so i'll just say it like this today's person has a voice mm-hmm. but it's how you use your voice so for us to market, it's like for a while it was like, well, uh, Fubu, oh that's old. So it's like that's old. So what's new? So I remember having a conversation with someone who was like, well, um, so I was like, okay, if it's old, well, you don't like it. So what do you like? What do you like? Because I want to know, you know, as a, as a uh, as as a, a fashion guy, I want to know what do you like. So he guy says he likes Lavin, and I'm like Lavin. Okay, so what do you like of it? about it um well um i like it but and like you really couldn't explain to me what he liked and then he captured again he didn't look about who he was talking to so then he looks and says oh my god i'm talking to one of the co-founders of fubu now all of a sudden he wants a job now he wants to talk different so it's really hard today to really get to a person and speak because i might be sometimes i feel like i'm speaking another language yeah you know so Marketing for us is just doing collabs and and kind of getting back into the people's you know grace because again for, for it was for a while people was like look I ain't wearing no fubu I'm not wearing that yeah and that's what made me go back and and say okay what's the next thing streaming let me do Forest Bias Network that way I can start introducing our brand back slowly and that way it because it's everything's about a visual and it's funny I always laugh because the person that's actually having the negative comment usually has two followers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's true. It, and it's sad because, you know, for them to say that, you know, FUBU is old, that's fine. But like I said, like I mentioned earlier, y'all still wearing Gucci, Louis Prada and all of that. And that's older than, that, that goes back as old as polo. Right. And it, it's because you have this skin, it's the problem. Yeah. I don't get it. And that's why I said, you know, the whole idea for us, by us. Now, back then, it didn't mean much to me because I was a kid. But now as I think about it and I sit back and I, you know, dwell on things, it means so much more to me now because there is nothing that is for us that's by us. That's the thing. You got a lot of clothing lines that endorse 
you know, um, darker skin, you know, people of our color and things of like that or come to the culture and try to eat off the culture and things like that. But it's not by us. You got a couple of people in the office that's maybe advising them on what they need to do and things of that nature. But it's not Some cases, not at all. Some yeah, or, I was just going to say, Gucci, not at all. Right. Young generation. And this younger generation is led by social media. So how mm -hmm. can you connect with them? Your first idea, I'd assume, was, you know, let me get in the network. Boom. As soon as you got in the network, then you go down the page and it's for us, by us. But when they look that up and find out what it is, it starts to give them historical research. It gives them a reference for them to go back on and see the company, how it matured and what it is today. And that makes what runs, proud. What runs, what runs that whole, you know, uh, genre is the blogs, mm -hmm. you know, the podcast, yep. guys like you guys like that runs it. So if I can keep how do I keep in in your mouth? How yep. do I keep? You know, you talking about me, you know, again, I don't I don't. You can talk and go, oh, wow. What's up, OG? Or, oh, oh, my God, I don't know what you used to do. But what are you doing today? And today, that's what you have to do. You have to be doing something today. If you ain't doing something today, they don't really care. If, if, if blogs ain't talking about you, you're relevant, which is which is bad. Yeah. You know, today, I don't believe that, you know, when you look at people that started or people that that have made a way. I mean, you look at the comments that uh, academics made, like, yeah, you know, I want to ask you about it. I mean, listen, I'm not like I said, I'm not one to talk about something, but that, you know, again, with the platform that academics has for to me. He doesn't have to do that. He doesn't have to do shock value and say these things just to get people to to, to want. OK, now sit down with me. Let's talk about you. and Let's talk about it. You know, you don't need to do that. Like you have a great platform. People love you. I mean, it's every every five, six, seven years, there's a new one. There's a new guy that's going to take the same formula as someone else, say that these things just to get someone to want to sit down with them or do whatever. And it all leads to the same end. Yeah. Well, I wanted to get I was going to transition to your network. But since you brought that, I'll make one comment on that. I, I think um, and a lot has it to do with um, how um, things are marketed to us. So things are marketed to us by money, jewelry. That's how we associate if 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 you're broke, if you're successful. You know what I mean? And we don't have people like you or people that was in the business uh, teaching about financial literacy in our culture. We only see ratchetness, people turning up, putting money to the ear doing all this and that when sitting here talking to you and just you like, you know, reading about who your dad was, it, it seems like you were a person of um, some sort of financial literacy. You know what I mean? Uh, um, in that nature. But that's not what we see all the time. That's not what's promoted in our culture. So when we speak out about something to uh, explain it or lash out about it. We just go back to uh, what we know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I can make a point about this. Um, you know, again, every I, everyone, when you finally get to that plateau of I can I could actually buy something, I can actually get that, I could actually do that. You want to do it, and sometimes you do it in excess. Yeah, and that's what really what the book is about. Really understanding once you have money, you know, you have to understand what money is, what's the value of money. Even with my other book that I have, Building an Empire, it's not about just being an entrepreneur. You have to understand what it is to be an entrepreneur. And every and and, and I think now because of social media, I know we to flip flop, but social media is makes it makes you look at everything on the surface because I heard it. Some I heard it. I heard it. But it's almost like this. Um, 
everyone looks at the shiny object, but nobody knows how that shit got shiny. Mm hmm. Because we don't have people like you, like uh, like giving us the game. It, I remember at one point a couple years ago, people didn't want to talk. Oh, you got to people, people, our people. I, I don't even want to say our people. I don't like using that word, but people don't like giving you the game, giving you the rundown, mentoring you. They don't like doing that at all. So when you come in and you and you make mistakes and, and you're ignorant about certain things, it's because people that came before us, they're they're so stuck on how they're living now and who their new set of uh uh, circle is that they don't want to teach and yeah. this is what happens to our culture in return and i believe that the pandemic had a huge impact on those brothers now not only speaking but i felt like they had no choice but to speak see a lot of rappers they went to podcasts when the pandemic hit because they couldn't hit the road and make shows so you have a lot of things and uh, academics was making a response into what him and ebro was into it about brother ebro they was you know arguing back and forth about blackballing artists but i do love the response that ll cool j gave to academics when he was speaking about you know not only you know just because we don't flash and things like that don't mean that we're broke and we take care of the community you know there are a lot of um pioneers from back in the day that are doing things to give back even carl cannot like we spoke about earlier he's done a lot to try to help up and coming entrepreneurs that are trying to get into the fashion space even with you having your network and things like that so you do have a lot of um what we would say ogs of the game giving me, some game but ahead. not let, as let, much. Me, let me say let me say this let me say this and 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 i'm gonna have to toot my horn a touch mm. you know, um to be real honest bro it doesn't matter if i don't sell another shirt in my life why do i say that because I'm in five museums. I got a wax figure of myself. Mm -hmm. I'm in textbooks. So I did enough. So yeah. you come, so someone comes with their one t-shirt talking about I sold 500. Great. Yeah. Get in five museums. And right. I'm talking about real museum. I'm talking about choice. I'm talking so about. The, the 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 one in DC, the big one in DC. I'm talking about wax, a great black wax museum figure. Talking about uh, um, one in Europe. Like, come on, yeah. yeah. And, and but if I say that in a room, like a clubhouse setting, it's like, oh well, why why he's saying all that? He don't need to say. All so it's like you can't have it both ways. If you want me to help, I help. I was just in a clubhouse uh, room and I haven't been in it in a long time. I jumped in and this woman was kind of getting at me. But the, the moderator said, look, OK, no, 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 you, you you're wrong. That's not like she actually tried to help me out. So I appreciate that. But long story short, she was mad at the fact that I was saying. That I was talking about people having jobs versus people who have trying to be an entrepreneur, because I like to push entrepreneurship. It might not be for everybody, which is cool. But um, normally when I'm in those rooms, that's what we talk about. And it kind of came up. And then she was like, you know, well, you know, you acting like you all that. And I'm I'm acting like I'm I'm not acting like anything. I'm telling my truth. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, I wanted to just getting off and I ain't been on back. I haven't been on since. So it's like sometimes it's hard to even, you know, try to be a beacon for other people. It's hard to even, you know, tell people what they should be doing or telling them my damn mistakes. Yeah. Mm. And actually it wasn't really a mistake because nothing was a mistake because it, it, it got me to this point. Mm -hmm. So if I went somewhere else, I might not, if I didn't quote unquote, as people would say, make that mistake, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Yeah. Yeah. So even if I say stuff like that, it's like, uh, well, uh, uh, 
So we can't have it both ways. It's either we're going to love it or we're not. Yeah. And what you're talking about is so true because I remember the situation where, you know, Soldier Boy, speaking of academics, when Soldier Boy was on Everyday Struggle trying to explain his business plan to academics in the desk and they just couldn't understand it. They're like, oh, you're just, you know, you're just doing a lot of stuff online. You're wild. He's like, no, nah, I'm promoting my brands. I got a video game. I got this. I got that. I'm promoting myself. It was the same thing when Dame Dash was trying to explain to the Breakfast Club with Charlemagne them how he was working on his business and things like that. And like you said, there's certain times where you'll talk and that language just don't work for them because it's nothing that they've heard of. It's nothing that they've even conjured up in their brain. So it's hard for them to hear you speak about it. And they've never seen this thing before. Now, you may be able to demonstrate it and show it to them, but still, it's shocking, shock value to them. That is hard for them to comprehend. Um, but yeah. with the network, how did the network come about? Because we spoke a little bit about it. But what? how did it actually come about? Because I know you said you had the Comcast deal in play. What led you from Comcast to just going out and getting your own network? Well, so basically Comcast, I had a, a what they call a video on demand station. Mm -hmm. I had a video on demand station uh, with um, uh, Comcast and Verizon. And what video on demand is, on all your TVs, you can go to this certain part where you could just kind of almost like, it's just like streaming in a way. Um, and But it never, never really caught on. So I had that for years. Um, and I tried to to, re to develop that, develop content, develop content, develop content, or acquire content. Um, it was working for a while, and then it got to a point where I wanted to get in my own app, uh, things of nature. And then I wound up hooking up with another company that wanted to invest from overseas. And we tried to do a deal, and it didn't really work. So I kind of fell back a little bit. I still kept it going. Um, I hooked up with a, a, a partner by, by the name of uh, Rush Roberto Evans, who actually is one of the pioneers when it comes to reality shows. Um, and we started doing, we started, we actually, we returned, we, we rebranded the company, uh, as Forest Bias Network. And then second to that, we started, uh, creating content. One of our, uh, content that we created was the Bootsy Show. And the Bootsy Show kind of got us a little bit notoriety. But again, how I did it and marketed, I never actually put it out. I put it on all, all the episodes on Instagram and through social media. And I pushed it through social media to get the kind of name out there, to get the name going. And getting people to be more familiar with the brand for its bias. And then I, I, I did another deal with um, Fox Soul for a cooking show with Charles Oakley. And then that get, got us some notoriety as far as us not necessarily being a production company, but we always put our imprint on there. So it was like for its bias. So we almost took over you know, Fox Soul in that respect without uh, four hours of, of block time because that's what we had. We had four, a couple hours of block time on that. And then all of a sudden, that was, that was the Forest Buyers Hour. And after that, we looked to do a deal which we were, were going to buy a company. And then that didn't work out. Um, but then I said, listen, let's either let's either stop right now let's get, uh, and let's just do our own. So I said, listen, I come from the world of of entrepreneurship. I've done my own since, you know, for 30 years. Why should I not do the same when it comes to this? So I didn't want to be holding, be beholden to a company and having this content and having it on somebody else's network. They making money. I get some money. Okay, great. Now I just got a show. No, I want the whole network. You know, I have a partner who's been on, uh, what, 13 seasons on a show, which is great. But if they want to tell him, okay, look, you're not on the show anymore, he's over. Me, I said, you know what? Let me own the whole network. That way I don't have to worry about anybody. 
So we're on Comcast. I mean, so where we are on um, sorry, Samsung TVs, Apple TVs, and the works like every every platform we're on. So and we have our own app and our own uh, website and all that. So you can't tell me no. Like I have make my own content or I buy my own content. You can't you can't you can't do nothing to me. I'm not coming to another network or coming to someone and going, please listen to my demo. Yeah. How do you uh, choose your content for your network? Is is it a specific content that you're only looking to push right now, or is it this is just what you're choosing to uh, rock with right now? I see you got. No, no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, what it is. No, listen. Um, my my demo from from Fubu was five to fifty five, which is unheard of. Mm-hmm. And I th- I just think in a broad scope. I was thinking vision. I don't think in goals. I think in vision. So for me, my vision for this for Forest Bias was taking on the same kind of same mantra of c- content for everybody. Like we all have different things. I mean, for instance, side chicks really is not necessarily about side chicks when it comes to me. Side chicks is really about an emotion, and it's tapping into an emotion. Oh man, hold on, wait a second. I uh... <laughs> now listen, brother. brother <laughs> now listen. My thing is that because don't get me wrong, I love what you're doing over there. When I looked at it, when I first went down and scrolled through the content, I didn't necessarily pay it too att- too much attention. I was looking at the previews for the shows, but I did sit back and start to watch some of these shows. And when I was going through the content, like um, Myra was talking about, I won't necessarily say a theme, but. Even not just you, I I seem to find this common concept between a lot of bloggers and a lot of networks, especially when it comes to black people, that we are so caught up in selling us our own trauma is what I'm getting at. Because I like that's the only thing we want to like, that's the only thing we want to see, like the only thing we want to hear, hear and see like all day, every day. You know what I mean? Let me let me point something out because I didn't finish. Okay. Uh, so again, I have content for everybody. Yeah, I have that because people want to see that. Mm-hmm. And I can't not give people what, the, what they want to see. Yep. I have series. This is on my first. These are my first. Uh, uh, this is my first kind of go around. A lot yep. of stuff that I've had prior prior to because um, we just started launching really on the 15th. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. the, all my original programs, I have five reality shows. I have four scripted series. I have movies. A lot of stuff that you see now prior, prior to that is just acquired content. Mm-hmm. Right. So as we go forward, the jury's still out to see all the other things that I have. I'm actually doing a deal right now. Um, it's not set in stone, but uh, God willing, I, as I say, it's going to work. It's going to work. So I'm doing a deal with all the HBCUs at the same time. Yeah. Okay. So the, it's like I said, jury's can't you can't you can't kill the messenger on the first thing he says because that's the first sentence. There's more that's come. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't say, and you're right, not killing the messenger. But uh, just knowing, well, just, you know, like for you, like, OK, like with this, with a, with a streaming platform uh, to me and my eyes, that's prestigious because you look at things like, you know, Netflix and Hulu and, and, and things of that nature. And now we like we have the Forest by Us Network. You know what I mean? So I was extremely uh, interested to see. I'm like, oh, OK, cool. You know, reality shows. I'm like, OK, it's going to be, you know, I, um, but when I saw that, I'm like, oh, OK, like you said, I'm not killing the messenger, but I'm like, OK, like. Is there anything like any anything else? That's, a thousand, it's just a thousand, it's a thousand. See, because it's called side chicks. Again, like I said, it, it tapped into the emotion, so everybody talks about it. But that's just to grab a lot of people to talk about it, right? Now you talk about it either yes or bad or good or indifferent. 
right? But then you come. Now, what happens in in my business is that I would have launched a, a series behind that, another series right next to that, right? Mm-hmm. But what happens is when you film something, it takes about nine months, eight months, nine months, and then it could take another three months for editing. So I'm backed up. So I had to go. So yeah. I said, let me go with side chicks first, and then I have a, a, a whole nother slate, a slate of other content. So it's going to get developed. It's more stuff that's going to kind of come out. It's just that you only see that there. But if you look on there, there's a lot of, lot of other enga- engaging uh, content as far as movies and stuff like that that yeah. speak to to all different kind of things. So like I said, it's just it's just coming. We're just starting. And, you know, I hope people love it. But what I will not do is be pigeonholed to just doing one type of content. I want to have something for everybody. Okay. I mean, I, I got criticism for uh, doing the. Um, uh, hold on two seconds. Saucy Santana. Okay. Okay. Just doing a, a reality show with Saucy Santana. Yeah. Okay. Now, what are you doing? What are you doing? Now, all on the DMs, oh, we, we want we want representation. I gave them representation. Like, hey, everybody's happy. What do they well, mean? But why they do you have okay? Why do why do okay? So why do creators have to move off representation when a lot of times okay, I can see okay, if those people are feeding you, yeah, if they're if they're cat if they're cashing you out, those are the only people uh supporting your platform. And nine times out of ten, it's it's just not. It's just people want to leave comments. Uh, about okay what they feel should be on there right but it's just like the the whole big deal of representation i guess doesn't really sit clear to me because just because who somebody choose to be with behind closed doors but what actually is the story that you're saying what is it actually that you're trying to uh portray when it comes to that is it just representation in the sense that okay i want this group of people to say that hey i acknowledge who you want to be with but what story is it that you're trying to tell and i'm not and i'm just i just well, well, I tell you, we've this. gotten away from I, I, art now. We've gotten completely away from I, I, art. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. What I feel is like this. This is this is for us. Us is a lot. It's yeah. us. Yeah. And we all have we all have different facets. We all like different things. We all are different people. We all appreciate different things. Works life. We all raise differently. Some some the same. Some not. Right. And I want to show representation of everybody. Mm-hmm. and yeah. no matter how whatever it is it is now if by by that it said oh if i start getting man you don't have enough podcast on there i'm gonna go shoot go out and look for the best podcast right mm-hmm. you know because it's us it's not about me yeah mm-hmm. it's never been about me mm-hmm. Even no, clothing wasn't about me it's about us yeah no absolutely and when you say it's about us i mean the thing for me is more than anything when i go down not just your network but like i said especially anything that's black owned you know byron allen revolt tv your network things of that nature i'm looking to see what's gonna lead the next generation right now no disrespect to you because obviously like you said that's your first show and you still got more in the tuck but most people you know when they look at and they see side chicks and things like that I'm looking at it personally like, man, it ain't nothing but another detriment to the community. Ain't none of these folks married. No, and I, ain't none listen, of these folks in relationships. Exactly. Ain't none of these folks listen, following God. Listen, ain't listen, I, hear, I hear you. You know, not doing what we should do to try to raise the the level of awareness in the community for the children that's on the come up. I don't want these young women thinking they have to be a side chick. And I don't want these young brothers thinking that they can have multiple women when they're dealing with a woman that they're sincerely with who's giving their all to that man. But let me say this. And I'm gonna put break it down to dollars and cents. 
If I had, and this is truly the truth, which is so unfortunate. If I had every show about we shall overcome, I would be out of business in two days. Yeah. But what's we shall overcome? So unfortunate. So it's not about me making decisions based off of, you know, and not necessarily I'm making decisions based off of money because I do have a moral compass yep. and respect. Mm -hmm. When I, when I, when I had to prove the show, I distinctly told my guys, I said, listen, guys, I don't really, I, not to say I don't really want it. I understand what we have to do because we have to have representation because it's different. Like, it's like something, oh, you know, a drug show. I grew up in, with, in, with down a block for me was Farmers Boulevard with nothing but drugs, 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 mm. or, 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 or people dying or whatever, stuff like that. I have to show it. Now, I'm going to show that, and I'm also going to show We Shall Overcome. And I'm also going to show the LBGT community. And I'm also going to show our triumphs. I'm going to show our failures. I'm going to show everything. Because I feel, that, I feel that content providers, con I'm not going to, content providers need a place to come and express themselves. Yeah, 100% fact. And that's why I'm here. Well, and, and, and then not to say... Um... It has to be content of we shall overcome. But no, it could be your story. It could be Dame's story. It could be a, a, um, a, a get out story. It could be a, a sci-fi. It could be a, a Marvel thing. It doesn't have to always be we shall overcome or it's either side chicks or it's either this. No, it could be you. People yeah. want to see well, stuff like that. Well, that's how we well, identify. Yeah, that's, that's coming as well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Because like you, the, the thing about the thing about yeah. like the thing about this business yeah. is called editing, and it takes uh, a gotcha. long time. I would yeah. know. That editing takes a long time. So, like I said, this journey just started, and I appreciate your comments, and I'm taking it to heart, a hundred percent. And again, if I had my way, I swear I wouldn't have put side chick out first. <laughs> I mean, listen, when I say because uh, because I feel that a responsibility to put something out, maybe a little bit, a little risque, but still more engaging, still more proper. But yeah, honestly, it actually it's actually working that I did put it out first. But I want I to my even my even my even my beliefs. Yeah, I wanna, talking about it. No, absolutely. Gotcha, gotcha. I want to stand. I want to get on. the. I want to get on this and I, I want people to understand I'm standing on this. Like when he says we shall overcome content. Don't I need people to understand it's not we shall overcome because you got things like earn your leisure. You've got things like Joe Rogan and things of like that. You have other spaces that can be profitable in a market. It's just I feel like we're so used to our trauma and our pain and things that usually go on code. Go with not even corner. trauma, but entertainment. Entertainment. I have, entertainment. I, have a show, I have a show that's coming out and I'm actually hosting it. It's about me going to different businesses. And not going to them, going promoting per se, promoting, but I'm going in to understand how you even created the business. Like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm unraveling the onion, and I want to go. I'm going deep into that because I've been in this business and I've been entrepreneur for so many years. I just want to know. I want to stamp the, uh, uh, give you a stamp and say made like you're made for us by us. So I'm going to all different business. So like I said, there there are shows that are coming out. Um, yeah. And there's there's things I'm actually I was in talks with uh, a, a group that actually um, uh, gets uh, earning your leisure their um, content providers not content providers but their their uh, puts them on their different platforms mm -hmm. right I was in talks with them to figure out how we can do something or we can do a collaboration where they can be on my platform mm -hmm. so 
I've already been talks of that. It's just unbeknownst to the world because I don't really announce anything until it, it's actually done. It's nice what you're doing, man, because you don't have a, a lot of stuff like that. And I guess in so in short, so what I was just saying, like, you're you're right. You're going to have to keep it trendy. You're going to have to keep it this and that. But um, now it's like a landscape, a landscape now of a variety of things that uh, people are seeing that. uh minorities and people of color are interested into look at how much black panther did look at how much get out did look at uh, look what spike lee was doing look at that it wasn't um it's just like it just has to be presented there for us like how can i know about you if i never watched an interview of you or never watched your uh documentary or your life story or movie about you how do i know i can do what you do how do i know what i can be if i've never saw if I never saw that, you know, I saw I can be a basketball player. Mm. I saw I could be um, a, a, a man or a woman sleeping with different people being put out there. But I never I never knew that I could be in the comics. I never knew that, you know, I could do this. I never. And it's crazy that that's how we perceive things. But no, it's just, man, um, I, like I said, we like what you're doing. And, and like you said, continue to be outside the box. And you, you know, know what I mean? As, as far as that, like you would have you'd be surprised at of um, who will support it. Thanks. Seriously. Like, no, absolutely. And, you know, as an entertainer, like you said, the he who holds the key to entertainment basically controls the world. So you got to understand, even though, you know, you're just starting out with the network and things like that, you are a network. And the bigger you get, the more eyes you're going to attract with those eyes come influence. And you're going to have a lot of people, younger people, like you said, five to fifty five. You know, you're going to have a lot of people, especially twenty five and under. They're very impressionable. And they're going to be, you know, they're going to be influenced by the things that they see on your network, along with blogs and other things. But those who are just, you know, tuning into your network, they're impressionable and they're going to be influenced by the things that they see. That's why I said, you know, um, not just side chicks, you know, but seeing a bunch of unmarried men or a bunch of men and women in, you know, fornicative relationships where they've been together for 13, 14 years and they still don't want to get married because they still want to go out in the streets and do what they do. Things like that. It's but, not gonna but, and to add on what you're saying, Dave, and they keep running it. Think how yeah. long love hip-hop been, been out these retail I was, like i've been seeing stuff like this since i was in like my teenage years and it's still and now at, at a point it's like okay now it's getting played out because nothing's changed it's like a different people in the script but it's just like now they're pushing to see how further and further that they can go with it and that's all you see and so uh at a point you get turned off from it you know what i mean it's just like man yeah, i've been seeing this ever since i was in my teenagers and you know they push you know? it as if that's the narrative when truthfully you know the rise of two parent households have come up in this world you know um i know you were adopted correct but you were adopted right. in a two parent household correct Right. See what I'm saying? And the, the rise of two parent households is on the rise, especially in the black community in today's day and age. Um, CDC came out with a list of black fathers being more um, active with their children far as curricular, extracurricular activities, being there, showing up to games, picking them up from school and things like that. Black fathers do that more than any other race of people in the country. So there's things like that that we just don't know because we're just being brainwashed. I'm going to call it that brainwashed with the stuff, the filth that we see on television far as these, like you said, these loving hip hop shows things of that which don't get me wrong a lot of those have good messages but at the end of the day the overall point in the structure of the show is chaos and chaos gets us nowhere as a people in fact that's probably part of the reason why we're still in the predicament we're in there's a lot of chaos going on like clubhouse you got a lot of old ex-gang members and stuff like that reliving their glory days on clubhouse but they don't understand they're talking to the youth and the youth is hearing this thinking that they're going to be able to come out with the same outcome and not they're not coming that, up with a story behind that like yeah, this they're is not what, knowing that they're yeah. going to die before they even get to that age you know these dudes are in their 50s dang they're talking to you you're, not, you're barely going to be lucky to see if you make it to see 30 you know things of that nature if you're not in the box or behind 
bars, things of that nature. You got, you know, one of the one of the um one of the rally shows that we mm. have out that's coming out. Um, I did a scene and I chose. I told myself I wasn't. I was going to be in any of them, but I I chose to, to do this because um, my message was um one would wanted to um a woman on there their son died was a rapper or whatever um and and um she wanted to like do t-shirts and do stuff and do a line for him so i i wanted to advise her so mm -hmm. i started advising her and then one of the lines i remember i said to her and i was like the most dangerous job it seems to be nowadays is being a rapper mm -hmm. mm. it absolutely is. yeah it is unfortunately it is and, man and, it I, and i and after i did that scene i was like shit i was right mm. And I and I, and I hated to be right. I felt bad to, that was I was right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was like, shit. I just said that. Yeah. And, and I was right. I was like, yo, what what what, what are we doing? And Again, and I, and I hate to be. I don't want to. It's a it's a responsibility that is so you know because I'm not. A, I don't I don't care about the money. Money is not the thing. Although I as an entrepreneur, I care about a successful business yeah. more than I care about the money. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm like, I do have responsibility. I do care about the responsibility and I'm trying to be responsible as much as I can mm. in the circumstances that I have. Like, again, I know that if I do this now, there's ratings behind a lot of the shows that a lot of things that I have. Mm -hmm. And for instance, comedy doesn't mean to do well. You mm. would think comedy does well, right? You would think. Um, what else doesn't really do well? The you would okay. So, who do you think has who we think watches television more, women and men? I would say women. Of course, women do. So you have to have a ton of women shows. Mm -hmm. And and you know, it has to be drama. It has to be an arc. It has to go up and down. It has to be conflict. If it's not that, nobody's gonna watch it. Now, it's an urban network. I'm only catering the urban. Period. It is what it is. That's it. Yeah. So, how do I how do I give you guys what you want? I have to try to give it to you and give you something that you're gonna. I'm gonna catch your eye, and then but hopefully you'll look at the other stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll be like, wait, there's a balance. Wait, you know what? Maybe I'm not doing this right. Maybe I'll show you that cat fight, but then you see cat another fight with. And then you're like, well, this girl just went to jail and she's dead. Now what? What yeah. did that lead to? Yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? As you're talking, I I I'm I'm com I completely understand because when we started off, we started off interviewing like strippers and you know, just rappers and just sticking in that genre, right? Because we're like, okay, this is this is what we're used to saying. This is what the people want to see. They want to see the strippers uh get interviewed how about what they do in the club, how much money they made, what they see, and then you know the rappers. Um but then uh slowly we started getting into interviewing different people doing different things and we were surprised about how much support that, that got. You know what I mean? Like we're sitting here with you. If there was no demand of of nothing, anything like this or anything like that, we, uh, my brother probably would have never reached out. You know what I mean? Right. We probably would have tried to find some more strippers or you know, you know, people right. of that nature. But you would right. be surprised of the things that's what supported what not. Like we would, we thought that no one would would wouldn't want to hear about Jesus. You know what I mean? Uh, God said He died mm -hmm. and He went to hell and and, and Jesus and you were surprised. We were surprised I say that all the time too. <laughs> yeah, we were surprised at how that took off. We like, well, shoot, we would have started. You know, if that's, that's the case. But yeah. no, I, I see exactly what you're saying. It's like a case of of a 
trial and error. So, um, no, absolutely. Yeah, I remember she sense. called me one day and she was just like, you know, we need to shut it down. Like this ain't <laughs> this ain't what I planned for. She going down a playlist on YouTube. She just like rapper, rapper, stripper, rapper, rapper. This ain't what I planned for. This wasn't a vision. And we started off, like you said, for us, by us. We started off while I wanted to give a name to the nameless, a voice to the voiceless, because you got a lot of talent out in the streets that aren't being picked up. I seen um, a TV show where you have where there's a woman walking around doing interviews with people in the subway, you know, right, right. something like that. That's right. pretty much what we were on. We were under right. the mindset that, you know, all these artists out here who aren't being advertised because they're not in the system. Mm -hmm. They're not with the payola. They're not being advertised like that because they're not signed or anything like that. Doesn't mean they're not talented. They're just not being pushed. So why don't we come up with a network where we can push those people? But at some point in time, you know, we looked and like she said, we made the switch and the switch <laughs> that we made the first time we made it. We made it toward gearing it towards business. But she's right. The moment that we made a switch and just gave ourselves to God and made that full switch, it, will, it went completely upside down because we never thought it would come out like this. And now we're able to sit down with people like you and things like that, have these open conversations, even talk to other people and, you know, give them hard questions or just ask them things that people are just afraid to ask them. Well, I, I totally. um agree with what you're saying you know what i mean it's like a yeah. trial and error you got to see what works and, and what not works but man um like i said we we congratulate you on what we do it's, it's not often we see somebody of, of color in a position like this you know what i mean it was it's like almost if like somebody was the president of the of the of the uh, president of the united states right when barack obama first got in people was just so happy it was a black man but then right. when you think about everything that he passed and what he put in the country you know like it just, you know, just because was he was black, was he really for us? Did he, you know, think about the laws that he actually passed and what the position that we're in now? And so, like, with you, I know it's tough because you're right. You know, the ratings is is, is weird. You know, sometimes you got women watch things more. Men look at this. So, yeah, I get it. And um, we're not I'm not trying to come down on you, but just no, I just, no, no, please, more. no, please. I'm here. I'm here for it. Please yeah. Tell me. I Listen, I love to hear someone's opinion. I'm not one to even, no matter what it is, it is what it is. And again, I want to hear that feedback because again, I want to make myself better. I want to make the network better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's crazy for us that when we made the transition, like she said, you know, one of our interviews about a brother dying and seeing God and things like that and seeing Jesus and then coming back to life, when we made that transition. We didn't understand that at that point in time, there was a transition amongst people who were moving that way. People aren't necessarily all going to Jesus or believing in God, but everyone's looking for a way out. They're all looking for something to rely on higher than themselves. So for us to be able to not only have a platform, but to also be able to push the Lord's message and give them that and do mm -hmm. the best that we can with these testimonies that we get and these testimonies that we put out, you know, um, not even, you know, um, people would think, you know, like um, I remember mean, we put out. A well, do you believe in the, Jesus uh, before we get out of here? Do you yeah. believe in Jesus? Oh, thousand percent. <laughs> listen, Amen. listen. Now, listen. A lot of people say they believe in him, but hey, if I ain't believe in Jesus, when it took thir thirteen, I wouldn't be sitting around here thirteen years trying to figure something out. That's I took it. He, he, I, he said, "Wait, I'm a, I want to go now." He said, "Wait, I want to go now." He said, "Wait," and I waited. Yeah, because mm -hmm. his plan. And again, I did it the right way. Yeah, that's right. That's right, man. As you should, brother. You and, and that's the thing, you know, I think a lot of people need to understand, you know, having that instillment in your life. Because like you said, how do you get through 13 years of waiting for that moment? You could have easily compromised in the wilderness. something. Yeah, in the wilderness. You could have easily done a lot of things to come up out of there, but you, you stayed the course. 
which is hard to do, you how, know, especially in this industry. How do you keep your morals? So like you got, you know, you clothing brand, business partners, you're in the industry, men, women, money, cars, jewelry, you, you know, your network. How do you keep a sense of morals about yourself? Um, Oh, you know, my my guidance. Mm. You know, how do I answer this question? I. I remember I, t- I answered by this way. Mm. When I first started FUBU, right, I used to say. Thank you. How are you, sir? Even to today. I say, I'm Hello? Yeah, you I'm there. Yeah. No, I say yeah, thank you. Right. How are you, sir? Mm. I'll say, um, if I see you first, I'll come up to you and I'll say hello to you. I call everyone sir. I call women ma'am. And that's how I was brought up. Some people look at it weird. Some people look at it like, what the heck? Some I don't know. It doesn't matter, but I'm always going to be me. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to do try to do the right thing. Because mm-hmm. I never want to look over my shoulder and have someone say, I, you you owe me or or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to keep going, doing the right thing and doing it. And I and one thing I'm going to reveal. There's a lot of times and this is more of a um, spiritual thing. Mm-hmm. I will go celibate for a, or two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. I haven't been celibate for a year once. Mm hmm. And that kind of cleans me out because I'm, I stay focused on what I have to do and what I'm doing mm-hmm. because I'm not running around, you know, all up in the video, <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, and in the videos trying to get the and, and it keeps you focused. So if you could always, if you keep yourself focused, you have vision and sh- stay straight to, to what you have to do and where you have to go. Then you never have a problem worrying about being all over the place. Now, before we get out of here, 30 years in the industry, keeping your morals, keeping your foundation, steady, prospering and growing in the industry, finding new ventures to get into and things like that. I want to ask you a question because I've seen that, you know, at one point in time, you know, you lost over eight million or you just wasted eight million dollars, you know, twenty thousand dollars a month in the clubs alone, you know, things of that nature and stuff like that. At what point throughout your journey do you feel was your lowest point in your journey? And how did you come out of it? My lowest point in my journey was when people were criticizing the brand after I put all my life, blood, sweat and tears into it, saying that it was I would never wear that. I don't want to wear that. It's ugly or whatever. Mm. That was my lowest point. Because I, from then, I sacrificed so much. I mean, from day one, I had the vision to have this, to start this daggone brand. And I put in years. I didn't, you know, I'm, a, I'm not married. I have no kids. Mm. None of that. And I sacrificed all that for you, for you. And you want to look like I just started yesterday. Like, who are you? And that hurt. And that's the only thing that really hurt. Other than that, I don't, I don't, I don't, I value everything that ever went wrong or right or whatever in my life. Because it got me just to the, just today. Because I had to believe in Jesus, Jesus Christ, God, Lord, my Savior, all that to know that I'm going the right way and the right path. Now, last before we get out of here, and that was a great question, uh, Mojo. And I just want to um, piggyback on that. So, in regards to what he was saying, and um, you, like I said, you've been in the game thirty years plus, seeing how everything has shifted 
and you contemplating on should I leave? Should I pack my tool bag up? How hurtful is that? Something like you just said, I put my blood, sweat and tears into it. And to see that I perhaps can no longer compete, it's almost like Tom Brady saying, I want to retire. But that love that you feel Dang, I'm going to come back for one more year. It's almost like Serena saying, I want to retire, but it's hard to walk away and I'm going to do one more game. Like, how, like, like, what, what, what is that heart feeling like? Well, it, like I said, like you said, like, or like I was just saying, it hurt. Um, but I think that because when you walk the right path, it leads you to another journey. And I think that now, if I did that, I'm on another journey when it comes to Forest Bias Network. Mm hmm. Now I can speak to the kids. I can't. I, could, I can't speak to kids anymore with clothing. I got to speak to them another way. Yeah, mm -hmm. because it's the bigger forum. Mm -hmm. Okay. And now I have. You know what I mean? It's a bigger forum, and I'm gonna lead you to another way. Now you're gonna get to them this way. Before we get out of here, do you have any upcoming events coming out as well as shows coming out on the network? Uh, so I have. Um, okay, so my lineup is this. Um, I have a show called Whole Phase. Okay, it's about three. A women, they're a family. It's a, a grandmother, based off a grandmother, a mother, and a daughter. And they basically primarily all got had babies at 16. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a cycle. So how do you break the cycle of the grandmother acts a certain way, the mother acts a certain way, and the right. So that's the whole triumph. I have another one called Forces Law after that, and I have another one called Cocaine Sisters. Okay. And it's all about the triumph and, and how th that how you grow up in that kind of era and what you do. Um, I have the Monique show. I have Saucy Santana. Mm. Uh, and um, I have the uh, side chicks of uh, LA's coming out. And I, it looks like we'll do probably Miami. It looks like Miami won the, the vote for the next, the third one. Okay. Right, and man. then I have a movie with 50 Cent Sun coming out. Um and a few other projects that are in the works. Um, but it's, I can't really talk about right now. There we go. Oh, Listen, man. I appreciate you, brother. Um, everything that you've dropped on us, all the information that you've given us, um, everything that goes into what you've done. Like I said, it's a blessing for and you. And willing to, to drop jewels, you know yeah. what I mean? Of it. A lot of people don't they don't like doing that. You know, like I, no, like most people, you know, you know, um, a lot of things yeah. like, especially when it comes to questions about the LGBTQ or things like mm -hmm. that, you know, I don't have any issues with any of them. I'm not against them or anything like that. I'm not against any people. Like I got love for all people. What I'm against is sin, the same thing that God is against. So I don't mm -hmm. look at gay people and be like, oh, they're so evil because I'm looking at the smoker who smoke a cigarette the same way. I'm looking mm -hmm. at the man who drinks the bottle of liquor the same way. So there's a lot of misconception. Right. There's no right. There's no judge. There's no judge over here. There's no judgment. You know what I'm saying? We're just asking simple questions. That's all. Because you right. have a lot of people in the industry that claim God, this God, that God, this God, that. But you got to remember, the devil's the God of this world. So what God are you praying to? Mm -hmm. You can't say you love God. And then you're out here having threesomes, got on to $125,000 worth of jewelry, but refuse mm -hmm. to give the water boys a $10 bill, mm -hmm. things of that nature, stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot of things that go into it. Um, another thing I do want to ask you before we get up out of here with your situation that you've got going on right now with the network and everything like that. What is it that you look forward? What shows are you looking forward to to producing? What content are you looking forward to to producing moving forward and things like that? Uh, I think the number one, of course, is Little Vanity is, you know, the FUBU story, to be mm -hmm. honest. And I think that story will will change, just change the world or change the landscape of how even people look at anything. Because the things that we went through, the time we went through, the the camaraderie, the fights, the this, the that, the the stages of of, of rap, 
the stages of the culture that we all we've gone through is transcends 30 years. Mm. So, I mean, I don't even know how we get, we have to do it in this series at this point and it'll show, it'll show everything all at once. All the things we talked about today, it'll show it all in a series. That'll and be- it's probably two, three or four, 13 part series. Cause it's that long. That'll be dope. I yeah. think really looking for something like I'm really waiting for that. And it's between that series or a doc first. Um, I'm actually looking, I'm looking to produce it myself. Um, my partner Damon is has some of the people that he's looked at looking at it. So we're going back and forth to seeing which one is the better situation. So when that comes out, that's what I'm really looking for. And I'm really looking towards and on and a side note, if I, I talk about something else. Um I want something about, to be honest, I want something about adoption. Mm, yeah. I was gonna ask That's, you about that before you because it's a hurt feeling. It was always a hurt feeling inside about someone that is adopted. We have these things that we go through, um, and there's a lot of detachments that we have. There's a lot of refocus. We focus more on certain things. There's a lot of times we just sit there and like we don't want we then we don't know who we are. A lot of times we don't we want we don't care. We don't we just move it in, in the circle that we're moving in. It's really weird. And I want to do something about that or with that. Not necessarily to go off and try to find your parents, but get back to the fact of what happens as effect when you are that. Yeah. Yeah. That, always, that is, I'm always that's what the, I'm talking about right there. The part. I always used to the girth. I want the I want the the meat of it. I don't care about the flashy. I want to know what what really it is. And yeah. I want to show that part because that's, that's a what lot I'm of us. Yeah, no, I meant that, that, right that was going to be my yeah. next question before we get out of here because I'm adopted as well, and I've got, oh, uh, I've got. So you know, you know, you you know. I, I know. I got. You know how, you got, know how got, we do. I got a brother. I got two. I got a brother and two sisters out here. I got a twin, set of twins, a brother and a sister, and then I got a younger sister. My mother and my sister actually were pregnant in the same year, so my niece and my sister, my youngest sister, are the same age, and I haven't seen them in years. You know, I haven't seen them since we were kids. My grandmother got adopted. I mean, adoptive custody of as many of us as she could, but my mom had eight kids, so three of us still were left out and i've never been able to reconnect with them i've never been able to find them that's one thing that i was going to ask you have you ever been able were you able uh or ever able to connect with your siblings uh i never tried and i don't think i ever will because i'm happy with who i'm with i love my family the Mm. family that i'm with and i really don't care to even look to be honest and i think the harsh reality of it is i've done so much in my life if you ain't come look for me i'm good Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel you. I understand mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I need one more person. I got to give a shirt to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I feel you on that, brother. I mean, I ain't gonna stunt oh. you. I am still in pursuit of my siblings. I want and you, and you, and you see, you see, you feel it, right? You feel yeah, my. No, 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 that's why I say I know exactly. That's that bitterness. That's that bitterness. I know exactly what it is. But that I want to capture that. I want to capture that. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just, I just. Told told my he just told me out. I was like, oh man, don't get me thinking about that. I get mad. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And, and I, that's how I used to be too. I used to get mad thinking about it. You know, um, all of us were in a foster system at some point. We all my family, we were in a foster system. And slowly but for surely, my grandmother did the best she could to get all of us out of adoption. And she just adopted as many of us as she could. But like you said, I still have siblings out there that we grew up with in our grandmother's house. But eventually my grandmother couldn't keep custody of all the kids. So they had to go back into the adoption system and went into the farming system, I call it. And they're gone now. And I can't do anything because, you know, once you're adopted, they seal the records and it's over. No, no. Stop right there. Stop right there. With the group. 
Uh, they there's a there's a company. Uh, now the law has changed, mm. so you can. I don't. I, what state are you in? Uh, Illinois. I don't know. I know in New York the law has changed, so you can find it. You can do that. You can go go any go to your local um place where they had you got adopted. You mm. can go in there and you can request the records and they'll send it to you. Mm. Okay, say no more. I'm okay. gonna get on that then. I All appreciate right. well, that. appreciate it. And that's what I'm talking about. Like stuff like that. How you just brought out that you know, like you want to do something with that. That that'll be dope. Yeah, that'll absolutely. be dope, man. You know, like, um, even when we were talking, like Antoine about, Fisher you know, did good. Yeah, I yeah, I love that movie. A good, I, know, I cried. Like, I cried in that movie. Yeah, it was. And a, I actually met him. Oh, oh really? really? I met him. We talked about it. Okay. And we talked about it. He was telling me all that. He was like, "Wow, it was crazy." Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. That story about he. Yeah. He was. He. It was a real story. A true story. And he was telling me, man. I kind of wish I ain't do it, man. He's like, I got this. I had my niece and stuff come over, and they were so bad. I was like, you got to go. Come get me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got mean, a niece and somebody came up. But I spoke to him. And it, it was funny. It was funny. But we we laughed and joked. But um, that's, it's real. Yeah, it's come real. on with Absolutely. those stories, man. Hey. Yeah, get those nice. testimonies and share those You know how many stories. adopted and foster kids it is in the world? You know? Uh, DMC. But he, he went to see. He, he found his. I think one of the shows. He goes was on one of the shows and they found his adopted parents and all that. Mm -hmm. wow. I mean, I only want only the only way I would really want to know on the reason why I want to know, because there's a question that people always ask you, what's the history of whatever, whatever in your family? And I don't have a clue. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't I want to know if I'm going to be like I'm slim. I've been slim forever. If I'm going to stay slim, like do I what's in my like? That's all you really want to know. Other than that, I'm good because um, you made your decision. It is what it is. And you might have made the best decision for the time. Yeah. And I'll if I do meet you, I just want to let you know you did a good job. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, honestly, what I'm gonna be on the lookout for from your network at some point, not just your network, but any network, somebody in a black urban network, will you please do your best to try to give us another Cosby type of situation? Please. Yeah. Like we, you know, I, we know we did the um sure. we know we did the see that's here's the thing. Now let me tell you what happens, right? Oh, show I would I would go off and get the Cosby show, right? Mm. Because you know, we did the Cosby line, so we know and I I we know the Cosby's, I know I know cousins and all that stuff, right? I can try to go get it. But then what's gonna happen? Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get backlash. Oh, he's a this, he's a that, he's a that from all the women's groups. Yeah. So it's so a lot of times we we take position, but we don't know the other. You can't. You, the, there's there's reasons why we can't do it. But yeah. you won't. We until we and that, which is beautiful about what you guys are doing right now is because you're getting it. You're getting the the meat. You're getting the story behind the story. So yeah. now we really understand why that person made the decision and why they didn't have this and why they didn't have that. Yeah. So I love what you guys are doing. No, hey, absolutely. thank you. We appreciate, we appreciate that, you, brother. Um, appreciate absolutely, that. man. And when I say the Cosby show, you know, I mean, family matters. No, no, I'm saying I would love to have it. <laughs> I, I, we need <laughs> some structure, you know, give us an old, you know, uh, give us anything, you know, say give us some with structure, you know, just just. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I will try. I promise you, I will try I, to figure I, that out. We appreciate you, man, coming out, giving us some of your time spread.